you know, see if I can make my chickens make some noises. I do come out and look at my chickens again and again, but that's not the place. All right, I'm going to pause this while I walk over to my mountain. So mountain uh, is a little bit of an overstatement. It is called Joppenberg Mountain, but it's kind of just like a really big hill. Uh, But a while back, Sarah and Chris gave me an assignment. They said, take your recorder someplace that you want to return to over and over again and record a two-minute memo and send it back. And so naturally, I sent them about half an hour of me walking around on Joppenberg Mountain. This is the place I come again and again, because in 15 minutes, I can hike up this path to the top and stand at this overlook that I can see basically my whole town. I can see birds swooping around. These big hawks and eagles love to come up there and ride the thermals. I come up here every time there's like a big weather event after a big snow, after there was this huge ice storm and I came up here and everything was covered in this incredible sheen of ice. It reminds me that, uh, that everything is constantly in flux and that just because you've seen something once, you haven't really seen it at all necessarily. Uh, so I love hiking to the top of Joppenberg Mountain and looking out. I'm not actually at the top yet. (laughs) So while I keep uh, walking up my own little mountain, we are gonna hear from the rest of the Atlas Obscura team. And they're gonna take us to their favorite places. The places that they keep coming back to over and over again. And we're gonna hear what makes them all so special. More after this. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Hi, my name is Samantha Chong, and I work on the audience team at Alice Obscura. I'm calling to talk about one of my favorite places to visit, and it's actually in Penang, Malaysia, where I'm from. And it's my grandmother's balcony. It's a ritual for me when I go home to try and catch the sunrise because it's a really peaceful soundscape 
There's the wind in the trees sort of rustling through the leaves. There's bird song in the air. Uh, you can always hear my favorite bird in the distance. It's called the cold bird. And the bird call sounds like koa, koa. There are also a couple stores below my grandmother's flat, so this early in the morning you can hear the ratatata of the shutters coming up as offices and stores begin opening for the day. And if you listen hard enough, there's the call to prayer from the masjid a couple miles away. The island's small enough that you can hear that drifting on the wind and the, the songs are always so beautiful and soothing to me. There's something I think really magical about sunrise up here that I always think about and come back to often because it feels like the island is always on a needle's edge between sleep and waking up. It's incredibly soothing, it's so peaceful, and I miss it a lot. And I can't wait to get back to it. Hi, I'm Zach Martellucci, and I'm the operations manager for Courses at Atlas Obscura. Uh, and the place that I never really grow tired of visiting is a diorama at the American Museum of Natural History. Uh, it's the Olympic Rainforest Diorama, and I think it's in the Hall of North American forests. Unlike other dioramas at the museum, it's not just like one window. It has three windows and you have to like walk into the diorama. And so you're surrounded on three sides by this giant forest full of humongous trees, like a deer, some other little animals. And it really truly feels like you're in this like lush, dank forest. It's not the most remarkable diorama. It doesn't have, like, polar bears or, I don't know, like, fighting mooses. Um, but for some reason, I, like, can't get enough of it. And I think it's because it's just so peaceful. And living in New York City, it feels like maybe one of the closest places I can get to being inside of, like, a real forest. Especially, like, the ones that I grew up playing in. Uh, and I just can't get enough of it. Hi, my name is Gianna Palmer. I'm a story editor on the Atlas Obscura podcast, coming to you on a beautiful spring day in Brooklyn, New York, to tell you about a place I love visiting that is actually all the way across the country in my home state of Oregon. So this place is technically somebody's front yard, and technically I don't know whose front yard, but I can tell you that this person has an incredibly large, incredibly beautiful flowering bush right on their front lawn near the edge of the sidewalk. It's a Daphne bush. And if you're not familiar with Daphne, uh, this is a plant I grew up with that I have so many nice childhood memories of its scent. It smells very sweet and it's very potent. I think it smells better and stronger than roses. This particular giant Daphne bush, I would love to tell you exactly where it is, except I don't actually know the exact address, but I can give you a starting point, which is the Oregon Stamp Society is nearby. So if you start in Northeast Portland right near there and go wandering, I trust you'll find some Daphne bushes and hopefully you will find this exact one. It's about the size of 
a small car maybe, a couple motorcycles next to each other, and you might smell it before you see it. I will certainly be tracking it down next time I'm in Portland in early spring and treating myself to a sniff. What's up, everybody? This is Luce Fleming. I mix and master most of the episodes of Atlas Obscura, and I do some of the sound design and scoring as well. So my family and I moved to Vancouver, B.C. a couple years ago to a neighborhood called Hastings Sunrise. And I was super excited to find out that there's a really big, beautiful park right nearby. It's called Hastings Park. There's some kids playing right now. Oh, yeah. That kid just scored a goal. Point for blue team. But the place I come back to every single time I come here is this tunnel. It's probably 30 feet tall, and it's covered head to toe in graffiti. And it's got a full concrete skate set up inside. And the graffiti is exceptional. So I often get to come and watch people paint and watch people skate and just hang out. Maybe it's nostalgia for the past or just the fact that I refuse to grow up. But every time I come to this tunnel, I feel right at home. And as an audio nerd, I absolutely love the acoustics in the place. Couple guys working on their kick flips right now. I'm Erin McKay, and I'm the director of sales marketing on the brand partnerships team at Atlas Obscura. Okay, so here I am at my happy place, First Encounter Beach in East Ham, Massachusetts. Plymouth was not the first place that the pilgrims encountered the Native Americans. It was here at First Encounter Beach in East Ham, Massachusetts which I think is super cool. But the historical significance isn't actually my favorite part about this place. My favorite part is the sunset. You can come here to watch the sunset in the dead of winter when you have to sit inside your car, which I'm recording from right now because it's too windy outside. The bay is actually like slushy, slurpy waves. It's so cold and still see the most breathtaking sunset of your life. And you come here when it's warm out in the summer or the spring and the fall and families are sitting on blankets here for the show. The sunset is actually like Cape Cod's drive-in. People actually clap and applaud. There's applause when the sunset's here because that's how fantastic it is. And with our kids, when the sun's going down, and it gets super close down to hitting the water. We say, shh, do you hear it? We've heard people from all over the world say they've seen sunsets everywhere. And seeing the sunset over Cape Cod Bay, specifically here at First Encounter Beach, is like nothing they've ever seen before. And they're not wrong.
I'm Nikki Padilla-Rivera, and I design trips for Atlas Obscura. My place that I return to again and again is really strange and specific, but it's a very specific seat after a very specific stop during a very specific time of day on a very specific train of the New York City subway. Bear with me. If it is after dark, that's very important, and you happen to be taking the N or W train from Manhattan into Queens, look for one of the older trains. So the ones with orange and yellow seats and grab a rear facing window seat on the left side. So you wanna be on the left side of the train going backwards with the window on your left. When you go from Manhattan into Queens, you'll actually go under the East River and as you emerge, come above ground because the train runs above ground once it's in Queens. The first thing you'll see once you come out of the tunnel is the Queensboro Bridge on your left. You'll see the cars, you'll see bikers and the bike lane on the side, and that's when you'll want to start paying attention. You'll rise up and up and once you clear the bridge, you'll see the back of the sign for Silver Cup Studios, a super famous filming studio, famous from shows from 30 Rock to Sex in the City. It's pretty big, so it's hard to miss. Keep your eye on the back of the sign, and for almost a split second, you'll get the most amazing view of the Manhattan skyline lit up behind the Silver Cup Studios sign. I don't know what it is about that view, but it's the most beautiful, most New York City-esque view for me. It's an impressive view of the city, a reminder that the boroughs hold as much history, if not more, than Manhattan itself. And that view, which I've never been able to capture as well with a picture, for the four to five seconds you can actually see it before the train hits a curve into the next station, it just makes me feel calm. It feels almost like it's just for me, since no one else is probably paying attention and certainly no other New Yorker is sitting with their face pressed against the subway window. It just feels like one of those little gifts the city throws you and only you. And I get that seat every time I can. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Thank you for riding with MTA New York City Transit. So you just heard from us about our places we go over and over again, but we want you to take us to the place that you return to over and over again. So give us a call at 315-992-7902 and leave a message. Heads up, it'll cut you off at about three minutes, but you can also send a, a voice memo of any length to hello at atlasobscura.com. And don't forget to tell us who you are, where you are, and why you keep coming back. Uh, we'd love it if you record in the place you're actually talking about or if you send in recordings that you got there in the past. Uh, we can't wait to hear your stories, and they might just end up in an upcoming episode. All right, see you next time. This episode was produced by Sarah Wyman. Chris Naka. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. 
The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. And I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you soon. Oh, thank you so much. Do you want to say hi? She said thank you. What's their name? This is Gandalf. Gandalf! <laughs> Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave.